0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: This is 24-7 Sports Hub Radio. And now, with their always informative and often entertaining take on the sports news of the day, here are Jonathan Raggis and Jim Williams.
0: Good afternoon and welcome, boys and girls. Yes, it is 24-7 Sports Hub Radio at one thirty. so don't turn us off because we are live. I am your host, Jonathan Ragus. Alongside me, as always, is Jim Sleepy Williams. What's going on, Jim?
2: Okay, so I overslept, all right? You know, <laughs> if we were making millions of dollars, millions of dollars, you'd fire me right now. Probably not. No, you probably would. You, you probably Yeah, bad. probably. Yeah, so... My apologies for those of you who were jonesing for a twelve to one o'clock show. Even though I'll be—I'll be, I'll be honest—I woke up at twelve noon because I was—I had NBC Sports Network and I heard the annoying uh, Yahoo Sports dash open. I'm like, yeah. holy butt. <laughs> so, but we're here, one thirty to two thirty, and by the time many of you listen in in podcast archive form, it'll be whatever time it is. So let's get going. Uh, if you're listening live. And we hope you are. I just said most of you won't be. But if you're listening live, those of you who are around 1.30 to 2.30, we have a couple of ways for you to get in touch with us. First, if you have a Blog Talk Radio account, we have a chat room on the show page. Go to it. Chat with us. We'll read your comments periodically on the air. We also have the means for you to call in and reach out and touch us. And in the case of John, strangle him. Or in the case of me, uh, give me an anti-Tylenol PM pill. I'm not sure what.
0: Get you a coffee.
2: You, I don't do coffee. I do not do coffee. That,
0: that's why you were sleeping at noon.
2: Well, exactly. Well, <laughs> and plus, um, you know, forever a college kid, I guess. Uh, you can click to Skype until Skype decides to say screw that, which will be in a few weeks. I have a feeling, and you can call in via the good old landline, and, you know, everybody has unlimited long distance, so don't let the area code fool you. It's three four seven We're talking NFL, we're talking MLB, we're talking Magic Johnson, but let's kind of do things in proper order. Let's go to Thursday night.
0: As I was saying, it's not about Magic Johnson's blue thong either. So oh,
2: oh, uh, you, you got it. You, you you just had to.
0: I I had to. I, listen, I don't want to scare the listeners off, but as you said, but you let's... just
2: referenced it, so
0: you. I, I had I had to tell him it wasn't about that.
2: What what, what, what cause him in a speedo? He's your main man. Are you trying to tell me something there? Yeah, Black Cat, MJ, Michael Jordan, my main man. There he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there he is. You can't miss that. that. Talk about a magic hour. Oh, God.
0: Magic hour is a moderate shot hour. So. But let's get into Thursday night football's game right here. And guess what? The New York Giants are now 0-6. Yes, they're 6 We know Giants fans everywhere are just shaking their head, have their face in the palms of their hands, and really don't know what to do. But for the ones that continue to root for the Giants, that's good. You guys God. are good fans.
2: God bless you.
0: 27-21, the Chicago Bears, uh, Bears defeated the Giants in Chicago. The Chicago Bears now 4-2. and two, But the big story here is Eli Manning and another three interceptions, Jim. And he threw
2: the first two interceptions within the first five minutes of the football game.
0: One for a touchdown.
2: One was a pick-six variety, yes. And the last one was on a drive where they were trying to come back and tie or take the lead in the final minutes. And it was picked off on a tipped... Uh, Uh, ball uh, intended for the receiver. Uh, That being said, I'm going to give a little devil's advocate here because the Giants kept it together, and they actually played, arguably, their best game this season outside of the three picks. Brandon Jacobs uh, went back into the uh, Peabody and Sherman time machine and found something, I'm not sure what, He ran for 106 yards and two touchdowns in a losing effort. But again, you know, it was a very balanced attack, 26 passes, 26 runs. But did they spread the ball around the right way? I mean, you know, Randall caught a touchdown. Nix caught four balls for 70. Cruz caught four balls for 68. Uh, The interceptions were the undoing. And it, it comes off to me, with Eli Manning especially, anymore, John, and maybe you'll agree, maybe you'll disagree. That he comes off as a beaten man before he ever takes to the field.
0: He, he, you know what? He's doing things I've I seen him do in his first year. And he's doing it so much more now, which is just insane because he's been around for a while now. He's forcing way too many plays. And really, when the offensive line breaks down, he scatters like a scared kid. Well,
2: you make a very valid point. It harkens back to me, and we talked about this last time out, it's the same problem Drew Brees had a year ago. I mean, he was forcing throws, he was the offense, he tried to do too much. Eli Manning is in that position now because he's trying to...
0: Yeah, but Eli is just, with, with every almost every pass he throws, he's just almost about to find an opposing player.
2: Yeah, I mean, there were so many situations where he was throwing, and there there easily could have been another interception or two in that football game. No doubt about it for Chicago. Let's give credit where credit is due with Chicago. They pretty much played a balanced game as well. Jay Cutler, a clean game, completing two-thirds of his 36 attempts, 262 yards and two touchdowns. Matt Forte ran for 67. Brandon Marshall Marshall Marshall, got nine grabs for 87 yards and two touchdowns. You're just upset Alshon Jeffrey only had a 27-yard catch.
0: Dude, you know what, that catch though that Brandon Marshall made in the second, where t- Jay J- J Cutler just threw it over, I-, I-, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Prince of Makamara, but he just, he he jumped so high, Brandon Marshall, and I don't know how he grabbed this and pulled this down, but honestly, it was one of the most amazing catches I've seen this year.
2: I will call him Prince Ikea, because he might as well be in WCW. Hey, I uh-huh. like
0: Prince Ikea.
2: You also liked Queewee, so everything's relative. I-,
0: I-, I also like PN News.
2: Okay. Yo, yo, uh- yo. Yo, 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 dog, 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 <laughs> yo, dog, dog. It's
0: it, it's just, honestly, I, I never thought I would look past week six, because it is past week six now for the Giants, and realize that quarterbacks like Jay Cutler, Terrell Pryor, even Geno Smith would be playing better than Eli Manning.
2: Well, you know, that segues very nicely, because I have pulled up on your behalf, and for Giants fans' behalf, the remainder of the Giants' schedule no. uh, going forward. Now, this uh they have a, a a little extra time this week so that that's that can only help them let's look at their schedule monday night the 21st they host the vikings is that a winnable
0: game it honestly all depends who's playing is it going to be matt castle is it going to be christian Ponder? is it going to be josh freeman and also now with the word that we got today the uh you know the the tragic story uh you know surrounding adrian peterson he most likely won't be playing this game. I mean, that's you know, well. Actually, what you mean
2: reading... this week as opposed to next week, for sure. So well, yeah. yeah,
0: excuse me, this week. So Monday. So he definitely, honestly, with the way everything's going, looks like AP won't even be in this game. And if you haven't heard, uh, you know, you know, tragic news coming out today that uh, Adrian Peterson's two-year-old son was uh, severely beaten by the mother's boyfriend. Uh, you know, critical condition, and uh, latest word that we got through Deadspin was that uh, he, you know, you know, his two-year-old son wasn't expected to survive. So
2: it's depressing. It's awful, downright depressing.
0: Awful, downright disgusting, depressing news. Uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with AP, his family, and of course, this little boy. Uh, just and disgusting, it, but
2: and it's a situation where, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it, it you know, he and the mother of the child separated. And the mother has a boyfriend, Joseph Robert Patterson, number twenty-seven years of age. He was the one who charged uh, Patterson with aggravated assault, aggravated assault on an infant. It's just disturbing.
0: It it, it really is. So I, honestly, with if if he's not expected to survive, you, you know for a fact. Of course, AP wouldn't play this game, and nobody blames him. I I would be right there with him. Um. So honestly, the the Vikings game could be something that the Giants could win if they don't. To me, the next available game that they could win could be Week 10 against Oakland. After that, I don't see him beating Green Bay. I really don't see him beating Dallas, possibly Washington, maybe San Diego, definitely not Seattle or Detroit, and maybe Washington again. So they only have very few chances to win a game this season.
2: And they're not definite. They're not stone-cold mortal locks, any of them, by any stretch of the imagination. One of my friends, a contributor for CLW 83, Tom Delgado, was a big Giants fan, he has the theory that this team will go zero in sixteen. I'm not going to go that far. I think they'll at least get a couple of wins.
0: They have to get at least one. I, you know, I don't think the Giants team is necessarily horrible enough to not win any games and go zero sixteen. If they did, I would be very, very, very shocked. But will they win more than two games? I don't. I don't see it. I, I, it there, a lot has to happen for this team to win more than two games.
2: All I got to say is this: if they were to go zero in sixteen. Let's just have a little fun with this concept for a second. Mm. I think MetLife Stadium would burn to the freaking ground.
0: Well, you know what? It really depends. If they went zero sixteen, what would the Jets record be? With the Jets, the Jets fans keep Met, you know MetLife Stadium going.
2: Fireman Ed would still you know come back in. So,
0: uh, nah, who knows with him?
2: Yeah, but, uh, but not, good, not good in Giant land. Not no, good at
0: all. It's not. You know, Eli is 123 for 229 right now, 1,700 yards, 9 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. That's he threw same... 15 all of last season.
2: Exactly, and he's on pace for 40. And, as a matter of fact, the Giants as a whole have turned the ball over, I believe, it's 23 times this season, which, is, you know, has matched, again, what they did last season. So, yeah. you could make a case they are... Arguably the worst team in football, but then the Jaguars would have to have a word with you. We'll talk about that momentarily when we get to our pix- um, pixies, our pickums, if you will. So
0: we'll get there, and we're going to uh, get there right now. But all right, you know, for the Giants fans, feel bad for you. I don't.
2: I don't sorry. Um,
0: well, you're an Eagles fan, so to well, me, that's why. It Giants, takes yeah, very they, much. You know, they got nothing going on with each other. I don't know why they think they do, but they don't. But, anyway. Uh,
2: I mean, you're a very valid point. Now, I, I do I do feel bad for the hardcore fans who are, are loyal and true and yes. not fair-weather fans. The That's realists
0: it. of the sport, which, unfortunately, aren't many anymore. Um, let's start off with the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. Uh, Jim, it. it's... Go for it. What do you say?
2: Bring it. Bring All right, it. Let's let's talk.
0: Talk. All right. So, the 0-4 Steelers in New Jersey have at life staying taken on the 3-2. and two. Who would have thunk it? New York Jets. Where are you going with this one? Uh,
2: the Steelers, like yours truly, will be oversleeping, and the Jets will win. It should be uh, – they should win by t- uh, two scores.
0: Well, you know, I'm going to go with the Jets, but we do got a little news. Antonio Cromartie will most likely not play this Sunday. Uh, injured his knee and uh, in practice. MRI negative, so he'll probably sit out this game. So they're going to have their hands full, though, with Antonio Brown and the rest of the Steelers' wide receivers. Not worried about the running game. I think the defense can handle Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers, but the question is, will Geno Smith play like he did Monday night in Atlanta against the Falcons because they're going to need him to in order to win this game, but I do think the Jets can pull this one out. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals heading into Buffalo to take on the two and three Bills. Where are you going with this, Jim? Uh,
2: Tough one. Cincinnati's on a high after beating New England and putting them in their place, Uh, taking them off from the ranks of unbeaten. E.J. Manuel showing himself to be a capable quarterback up in upstate New York. But I have a feeling, and I could be completely off on this, I think it's a pick em game. I'm going to go with Cincinnati on the road.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Cincinnati as well. They came off a really good game against the New England Patriots. And you know what? That gets your confidence boosted. There's no question about it. No matter what team you are, no matter what's going on with the New England Patriots roster, that gets your confidence going. Andy Dalton and the Bengals needed this. I think they can easily handle the Bills in this game, even though it is in Buffalo. All right. Detroit Lions three and two taking on the Cleveland Browns three and two. Who would have thunk that? Question is, Whedon would probably be starting. Who
2: you got? Yeah. And and, and Whedon starting is the death knell. I mean, he did okay in relief. Maybe that motivates the guy. I don't know but i i just think detroit well well first of all let me backtrack in a second is megatron playing in this game or is he still out
0: they're hoping so far it's uh it's not set in stone but it is the cleveland browns megatron or not i still think reggie bush is going to have a good game on this one so
2: uh I, you know i'm torn because the cleveland defense is actually very very good it's
0: good it, it is good but it, I'm,
2: I'm going to go with Detroit in a squeaker.
0: Uh, I'm going go to go with Detroit as well. If Megatron plays, absolutely Detroit. Without Megatron, like you said, it's a throw-up. It's going to be a squeaker. We'll see what happens.
2: We will see, yes.
0: Terrell Pryor and the Oakland Raiders heading to, uh-oh, Kansas City to take on Andy <coughs> Reid at his 5-0 and Chiefs. Andy, who you got?
2: Um, I'm not going to be like Pete Rose. I'm not going to bet against my team. <coughs> Uh, that would not be good for business. <clears throat> wouldn't uh, wouldn't, be, uh, okay, wouldn't be a prudent thing. Um, I'm gonna of course pick uh, <clears throat> uh, Alex Smith. Uh, of course, uh, Alex Smith was led by the greatest quarterback in the history of the Eagles. <clears throat> Our uh, quarterbacks coach, Doug Peterson. <clears throat> um, Chiefs win uh, time chores, and uh, so is the uh, so is the omelet. I'm going with Kansas City.
0: Go with Kansas City as well. So far, these are some fairly easy games. but We'll see what happens. No, so far, that'll that... change. Yeah, there's a lot of upsets usually. I mean, we saw a bunch last week, so that was right. fun. Right, right, right. All right, the 1-3 Carolina Panthers taking on the 1-3 Minnesota Vikings. And as we said, Castle will be starting this game. Adrian Peterson will not be at this game, at least from what it's looking like right now. But is Matt Castle and the, pa- and the Vikings enough to take on Cam Newton and the Panthers?
2: Based on what he did in London, and I know it's a small sample size, my incl- inclination is yes, Carolina is a an absolute mess this year. Great. They are, you know, the fact they have one win is almost miraculous when you get right down to it. I think Minnesota wins this game with or without Adrian Peterson. I think Matt Castle proves he should be the man starting in Minnesota.
0: Agreed. Um, yeah, Minnesota's going to win this game. It doesn't matter if they have eight here or not. As you said, the Panthers are just... Bad. Well,
2: the de- the defense is horrible. Cam Newton is,
0: you know, he's terrible. He terrible.
2: is a, he's become the definition of a prima donna.
0: Yeah, he okay. absolutely has been. Oh, no doubt about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No doubt about it. All right, Jim. You are Philadelphia Eagles two and three heading down to Tampa Bay to take on Darrell Rivas and the Buccaneers.
2: Will the real Tampa Bay offense please stand up? Or oh, wait, they're not even in the stadium. Well, what a shame. <laughs> I have to pick Philadelphia here, and not because of a homer pick. I just don't see how Tampa Bay can muster anything offensively. Their defense is going to be okay and try to keep the game honest. But the Eagles will get to it with the explosive play. The Eagles are a big play offense. They get the big play, and they'll beat them. Uh, Philadelphia should win this one probably by mm, 10 points.
0: Agreed. I think Philadelphia should easily win this game, even though they have the line by one.
2: Uh, yeah, that that's a that's a ludicrous lie. Very it's very ludicrous.
0: You know what? That's the Buccaneers getting the. Uh,
2: the well,
0: I don't feel the vantage. So it's
2: the new sombrero. Come on now.
0: Absolutely, Philadelphia wins this game easily. All right. Green Thank Bay you. Packers two and two taking on the three and two uh, Super Bowl defending champions, Baltimore Ravens.
2: They aren't who we thought they were. The uh, Ravens. they' the, the Packers though. Yeah, but I, again, Aaron Rodgers, he's got too many weapons offensively to throw to. Great. I'm going to go with Green Bay.
0: Yeah. I'm going with Green Bay as well. They looked really good last week. I I liked that uh Rodgers They're getting Rogers, the
2: running they, game going. They're getting the running game going. Eddie Lacy is proving himself.
0: That's what helps them is getting that running game open with uh Eddie Lacy, James Starks. They need these guys to run consistently. If they do, there's just an offense that's uh, going to be reckoned with. So yeah, I, I think Green Bay could win this game in Baltimore. I don't think it'll be by a couple of touchdowns. I think it'll be probably by a field goal, maybe a touchdown. But yes, Green Bay and they
2: got it. Mason Crosby, who's a great kicker. So there we go.
0: Absolutely. But you know, Ravens got uh, what's his name, Justin Tucker, right?
2: No, yeah, they're both they're both solid kickers. So yeah, both All
0: right, the two and three St. Louis Rams heading down to Houston to take on the Texans, who also two and three. Where you got it? this one?
2: This is this is a tougher game than you may think on the surface, because Matt Schaub is still going to be the starting quarterback. But you wonder how much of a hook will be on him if he if he throws like two first half interceptions, will he be replaced in the second half? Yeah, uh, I, I, reluctantly, I'm going to go with Houston because St. Louis hasn't proven a thing to me, really.
0: You know, I'm going with Houston as well. Um, I think this should be a game that they should be able to win but but know, how many
2: times this season have we said well Houston should win this game and they completely uh, fall it, on their it, faces
0: it's been a lot it has been a lot but here's my question to you mm-hmm. who is the backup quarterback
2: is it TJ Yates question mark i mean he was the guy they brought <laughs> in
0: i know they had Case Keenum down there but is TJ it's, it's TJ Yates. Well, then, Yates. it's, it's, Yates. it's T.J. okay so, I don't, know, I don't know who's who's the better of the two right now to be honest, but
2: neither, I mean, neither would set the world on fire in my humble opinion, so eh, pick your poison.
0: Pick your poison. All right. Here we go. Now, the line is by 26 right now.
2: It went down.
0: I think it should go higher, but the own 5 Jacksonville Jaguars taking on Peyton Manning and the perfect Denver Broncos. No brainer of a game Jim.
2: Um now, do you want me to give the answer in terms of who's going to win or the line?
0: I I want you to give me the answer that you're not a Jaguars fan and you're going to pick the appropriate team here.
2: <laughs> Jaguars fans, they exist. Now, Denver's going to win this game. But before we go further with the picks, this is a good place to slot in the story yeah. about how Peyton Manning was uh, prompted at a I think it was yesterday, uh, to give his honest reaction on facing a team like the Jaguars, and he was reaching for compliments with a with a crap-eating grin on his face. Uh, God bless Peyton, because you know, you know deep down he's saying, this team is freaking awful.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It shows how classy he is. Though, because a lot of other players would take a nice pot shot at the Jaguars. Well, but you Manning, know what? Peyton Manning mm-hmm. sees that they're suffering enough.
2: And he's been there before when he first broke into the league with the Colts. He was in that kind of a situation. Not nearly as bad as it is there. Yes. But he he knows he he was once that bad. He was once that bad. So he can relate. That and plus, if you take pot shots, it's like giving them ammunition. You don't want to give them any sort of ammunition, per se.
0: Yeah, well, now they're sitting there going, whoa, Peyton says we're good?
2: Well, yeah, but I guess you can't play
0: as hard now, but...
2: Denver wins this one. It is what the kids call a bottle stomp.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Let's, uh, you know, I'm going to throw out the quote here from Peyton Manning because I I find it still helpful. Here is the quote from Peyton Manning. We're playing a good NFL football team. I don't look at anything besides what I see on the tape on defense, and I see a team that's stingy in the red zone. I see some offenses that have made some really good plays against them, That have been hard to defend. Certainly, you know, it's a team with a lot of pride, end quote. I honestly haven't seen any pride on this Jaguars team this season.
2: They are stingy and stingy. Yes. Yes.
0: Did I say stingy, stingy. There you go.
2: He said stingy. Well, they they they, they were maybe they were all uh, hit by an apiary of bees. That's entirely. You my
0: reading today is as poor as the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's team. as
2: poor as my sleep habit. So there you go. There you go. Uh, but no, I, I mean, was prepared at twelve. So well, I, I was. uh uh I I it was a horrible display. It's a shame it happened. I apologize.
0: You were in Mister Rogers' Neighborhood at twelve. Hey,
2: don't hate on Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Now the, the new version with the with the, uh, the with finger? the yeah yeah Daniel Tiger. That's just no.
0: Hey, no. I think it's
2: good, though, man. It's cute, but... So for the no. Rogers,
0: man, you got to have something, man.
2: Oh, come on. The man was a pimp. The oh, cardigan he... sweater. Come on,
0: oh, man. The legend.
2: He is the real.
0: Oh, and the trolley. He... Yeah, we missed him taking off his shoes and throwing him in here. But
2: and You had a thing for Lady Elaine, but there you
0: go. There you go. Oh. <laughs> All right, we <man, laughs> two tennis tights taking on the 4-1 Seattle Seahawks. Where are you going with this one?
2: Where's this game being played, Jonathan? Seattle. Seattle has the line by 14. I'm surprised it's that low. Uh, Seattle wins this one easily. <laughs> All
0: right. I got Seattle as well, although Russell Wilson's really not doing anything to... Uh,
2: he doesn't need to with this one. He doesn't need to. Give it to Marshawn Lynch and... Pound. If
0: I was in, I think uh, it would be a little tougher on the Seattle Seahawks, but with Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're going to easily catch about five interceptions. So uh,
2: Minimum. Minimum.
0: Yeah. Easily. All right, the 5-0 and New Orleans Saints going to Foxborough to take on a 4-1 New England Patriots. Good game here. Who you got?
2: Well, first of all, the big story in this game, the return of the man.
0: Well, now they're saying he's not returning. He's still not cleared? Or he has not cleared the play this weekend is what's uh, being said right now.
2: Really? I, okay, I see that now. Ooh, yes. ooh. Hurt. Mm.
0: But you know what? Even if he was cleared, I don't think he would make you know necessarily make an impact right away. He's been out for a long time. He
2: was out for a while, but, you know, it's like riding a bicycle. Um,
0: Eh, for his players. Well, I
2: was going to say, if Gronk plays, I think New England wins this game. If he does... Okay, so I'm going to have to make a qualified pick here. about that? I hope you don't mind. Go for it. If Gronk plays, New England wins. If Gronk does not play, I'll go with New Orleans.
0: Okay, so here we go. I'm going to write you down. New England with Gronk.
2: New Orleans without Gronk, Because I honestly believe he will be – Because think about it. He will be the number one, two, and three wide receivers combined for that team. You know, but
0: even so, man, it's <sighs> – And I'm not hating on the New Orleans defense. Three touchdown passes to the Gronkowski, but this New England Patriots defense, it really doesn't leave anything to be desired, as we've seen from last game with the Cincinnati Bengals, and even that win against the Jets, which, you know, that was the Jets game that they lost, so –
2: yeah, okay. I, um, uh, I
0: to, I'm going to stick to weapons to cover by New Orleans. I think the New Orleans offense could win this game. So, to me, it's going to come down to Patriots offense, New Orleans offense. Mm-hmm.
2: So, now, I'm going
0: to pick New Orleans.
2: Yeah, I, I just yeah, – I'm, I'm going to stick the, to the qualified pick. If Gronk starts in this game and plays, he he will be a difference maker for New England. Otherwise, I'm with you. So
0: Well, we'll see what happens. All right, Arizona Cardinals 3-2 and heading to San Francisco to take on the 3-2 49ers, and will the real Kaepernick please stand up?
2: He won't, uh, but, and this is going to be a closer game than people think, I really believe it is, because Arizona's coached up pretty well. I just think San Francisco's defense is too much. I give the 49ers a win, but it won't be pretty.
0: I give the 49ers a win here as well. Uh, Carson Palmer really started off the year really good. Really not that good as of late. Five touchdowns, nine interceptions. Kaepernick though, he's not throwing many interceptions. Why? Because he's really not throwing a ball as much. So that's really downflating his stats there. But
2: they I, are relying on the run game there,
0: big time. I got. I really got to say though that against this Arizona Cardinals defense, a Frank Gore could have a big game. Uh, you know, Kendall Hunter can chip in. You know, Kaepernick's gonna hit Bolden a few times. I think this is a game that they could easily win. So absolutely. All right, Washington Redskins winning three in Dallas, taking on Tony Romo, and hopefully he doesn't choke for his fans' sake, and the Cowboys. Where you got this one?
2: This may be your stone-cold mortal lock of the week. Dallas will run away with this one. There is no way that they – Tony Romo can choke two or three times in the game, and they'll still win by a touchdown.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, Monday Night Football? Monday Night 4-1 Four and one Indianapolis Colts taking on the two and three San Diego Chargers in San Diego. Don't know how, but San Diego, once again, homecoming here, has the line by three.
2: San Diego's Jekyll and Hyde this year. They've shown flashes of brilliance, and then they've shown vintage San Diego Super Chargers. Uh, I gotta go with first Monday night game, by the way, in the young career of Andrew Locke. and I'm gonna go with Mr. Monday Night Andrew Locke to win this Agreed. one for the Colts.
0: Agree. I think this is Indianapolis's game to win, but you know what? I, I gotta give so many props to Phillip Rivers, man. He's just having a great,
2: yeah. Great but but a lot of his greatness is in garbage time, come from behind. So, a, you know,
0: what? it doesn't matter. Even so, he's still 140 of 190 on the season. All
2: right, I'll give you that. It's, it's, you know, 1,600
0: yards, 13 touchdowns, but he's not throwing interceptions, which is the case of Philip Rivers. He's only got five this year.
2: Dude's on my fantasy team. I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: You know, He's so. been very, very good. Honestly, to me, if the San Diego Chargers had one more offensive weapon and one more running back that could actually give them some uh, yards in the back end, you know, Malcolm Floyd, big, big loss for Philip Rivers and the Chargers. Oh, yeah. If they could have, let's say, a uh, Brandon Marshall on this team who's going up and just grabbing, you know, balls out of the air like it's nothing this season. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the San Diego Chargers could be doing offensively? Because so far, you know, before Malcolm Floyd, they were having a good season without Malcolm Floyd. Now, you know, him and Danny uh, Woodhead, he's a uh... – Well, yeah, that in
2: the running game. The yeah. running game leaves something to be desired. Ryan Matthews only had one decent game this year, I do believe.
0: No touchdowns on the year, 234, 67 carries.
2: Yeah, it's
0: oh. – it, so, so we
2: technically agree on all the games if Gronk doesn't show up.
0: Uh, it's looking that way. Yeah, it's honestly yeah because it's, it's it seems pretty pretty easy here in week six. But you know what, okay, but,
2: which seem- means we'll all go file like. Four and twelve, or whatever. Four and ten, and,
0: or you know, we can go uh, perfect except for you because you got that Gronk situation. Going.
2: Well, again, I, I really believe that Brady's going to rely on him. I know it sounds going to rely
0: on him, but I don't know how much of a difference maker he's going to be against such I a very good. I, you I, know what? I, I, if New England was playing a different team. Yes. I'd probably go Patriots all the way, but the the Saints are just hot right now.
2: Oh, they absolutely you are. Know, not,
0: well, offensively, but they're playing some good defense as well. So but
2: I'll also say this. If they were playing in New Orleans, I would go in New Orleans no matter what. There's something about the mystique about playing in Foxborough. Yes, teams can beat them. Well, remember, though,
0: we got a big, big storm hitting the East Coast this weekend.
2: Yeah, well, it hasn't hit here, okay? It hasn't hit
0: here. It's the right now. They're not. All
2: right.
0: man. Well. Jets gave them that win in week two or week three, whichever it was, and they couldn't do anything against Cincinnati in that downpour in Cincinnati. Okay. All right. Well, you know, yeah. you got to put the rain as a factor. I still think New Orleans can win this game.
2: Samson, I'm going to weather.com. Let's just get this over with here. Let's get the forecast. Give Cantori <coughs> well, on the scene. Get Al Roker. Oh, uh, he'll blow away. Oh, wait. No, he's thin again. No. I miss. I, just like I miss fat Drew Carey, I miss fat Al Roker.
0: You know, he he doesn't look right to me.
2: He looks disproportionate. It's very very depressing. You know, okay, I so
0: dropped all that weight, his head would just be super huge still and not look right. I don't
2: know. So he's a super huge guy. Uh actually, uh, according to weather dot com, the forecast for Foxborough, Massachusetts on Sunday, mostly sunshine, temperatures in the upper fifties. Hmm. So new gats to you and your rain, okay?
0: Oh, man. Adul- Who are you getting Adul- your weather Indian? from? Who are you getting your weather from? Hurricane Schwartz? Nah. But although I do like his bow tie.
2: Hey, chicks dig the bow tie.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about this. Something you sent me early this morning. Justin mm-hmm. Marshall wore green cleats last night, and you know, he went against the protocol. Yes, I'm saying the protocol of the NFL by wearing these green cleats, which means he will most likely be fined. Brandon Marshall is going to come out if he gets fined, and will match the NFL fine with a donation to charity. And it was because of Mental Health Awareness Week. Let us know what's going on here, Jim.
2: Yeah, Mental Health Awareness Week, and it's something that kind of hits close to home, where I have two special needs brothers who are autistic. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Okay, let's let, let's have a little talky here. Okay, you the NFL can pick and choose what they want to support. Everybody and their sister wears pink for the month of October. That's fine. Guy wants to do something, and it's Nike-branded shoes. I It's one thing if it was a question of who the maker of the shoe was, I guess. But these are the same same brand here of shoes, and wants to do a good cause and promote a good cause, and so the NFL says, NIMBY, not in my backyard, you're not. I, it. it pisses me off beyond belief i'm sorry it pisses me off beyond belief when the dictatorship of professional sports leagues and the business aspect just you know what he shouldn't be fined he should appeal the fine really when you get right down to it I, but I'm, i
0: agree
2: but i'm glad he's going to donate uh match it match and double you know donate money to uh to a good cause
0: Well, you know what he I gotta cut you off here because here's what pisses me off. This is what grinds my gears.
2: Okay, about, Peter Griffin.
0: About sports, exactly. This is what grinds my gears. I support people looking out and you know want to do charities and you know you know raising awareness for breast cancer. I really do. Same but what movement. bothers me is that they only focus on breast cancer. There are so many other diseases colon out cancer. there. Colon cancer, colon cancer, prostate uh,
2: cancer, especially considering most of the people who watch NFL football are wait for it men.
0: There you go. But, you know what, listen, it's not the only disease. In professional sports, it seems that breast cancer is the only disease. Now, why can't we have a mental health awareness week? Why can't we have a week where we're wearing blue for a different disease? Why can't we have a week where we're wearing red for a different disease? Why can't we raise awareness and, 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 you know, donate to charities on a weekly basis to focus on all of these different illnesses?
2: Yeah, well, breast cancer awareness gets a month, seemingly. Um, but that's
0: what I'm saying. Well, Why? it's all about marketability
2: because if you, because at some point they have to draw the line, okay? Diabetes, AIDS, mm, 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 mm uh, Tourette's. It's Tourette's month in the NFL. Let's have a Tourette's guy in the broadcast booth. They're going to have to draw the line somewhere, and somebody's going to get pissed off in the end. And I get that. And you're, but you're absolutely right. They should be doing more, you know, to spread awareness and different things. I I'd agree. Love- I'd love for them to do something for autism personally, absolutely. an autism
0: awareness thing. You know, autism speaks. I mean come on.
2: Okay, and, and that's a big company. That's absolutely every bit as big as uh, in the last five, ten years as any other organization that's charitable. I'm not trying to you knock the ones. Now in two thousand
0: thirteen, I mean years and years and years ago, you didn't hear a much you didn't hear as much about autism. Now this, it's just coming out everywhere.
2: Yeah, and let let me also say this much about that. It's not because it's Growing rampant, it's better detection, it's better diagnosis.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's better
2: understanding because people are thinking, oh, it's an epidemic. No, it's just we're actually treating the damn thing for once.
0: Because now, you know, years ago when they would say, no, you know, this kid has, you know, a different mental health issue or –
2: They would say the kid's retarded back in the day. They would say the kid's retarded,
0: retarded. put him
2: in an Attica situation, and he'd be in a padded cell rocking back and forth on the floor. I've seen the video from years gone by, and it disgusts me. Great. Now you you got group homes. Now you've got, you know, aides who are specialized for this kind of thing. But but let's go back to, to the to the Central port about the uniform thing, because in baseball recently, and you'll vouch in a moment on something from your end, from your neck of the woods, in Washington, after the horrific uh, Navy Yard bombing, just a few blocks away from Nationals Park in D.C., the Nationals wanted to show their support, so they got a bunch of caps from the Navy, And they were going to wear them during the game. They were trying to talk to Major League Baseball. Let us wear this during the game to show our support. Because they ended up taking that day off, obviously. Because how could they, in good faith, play baseball just a few blocks away from a horrific, tragic uh, occurrence? Well, Major League Baseball said, okay, you can wear the Navy caps pregame. But once it's first pitch, you've got to put those curly W's on. It disgusts me because it's a business it pisses me off beyond belief because it's a business because new era these aren't new era caps that we paid for the licensing for these aren't our caps these are other people's caps and you can vouch for this as well with the 911 stuff in New
0: York absolutely absolutely you know when uh you know the 10th anniversary once again i hate calling it the anniversary of it, but 10th anniversary of 911 when the Mets wanted to wear their NYPD and FDNY hats the league had something to say about no you can't wear them because guess what they're not new era And we have a contract with them. We have to wear their hats. Well, Mets said, guess what? You're going to have to find us as an organization then. The fans heard about it. They spoke up. They attacked MLB. And guess what? They allowed them to wear the hats. And guess what? They didn't lose any money. It was no problem for the Mets to wear those hats. Come to hell on.
2: Well, isn't it funny, though? Isn't it funny that you know it takes an uprising for something positive to happen? And, And you mentioned that...
0: All about the dollar bill, Jim.
2: Well, exactly. And you mentioned it's not as if New Era or Major League Baseball is losing money. If anything, they're getting great publicity out of this. They're getting free publicity, and I know publicity is the least of all important things. Yes. But it, it shows that they care, that baseball cares, and this shows that a player in the NFL cares. Remember, this is a no-fun league. We're not allowed to celebrate touchdowns. We're not to be allowed to embrace individuality. And no, I haven't been watching too many XFL episodes and games on YouTube. But, uh, you know, when everybody says it's the no fun league, there's some truth to that. And there's, oh. it's, it's the no individual league. You have to go – and I, listen, I understand you have to have a code in place. Which and is fine. I'm sure, and I'm sure Brandon Marshall went to the legal offices to see if he could approve of this. I, I have to believe he had to. And, Even if
0: uh, he didn't, he has an agent that I'm sure did.
2: Sure, exactly. He has a
0: publicist that could have done
2: it. You know, you know, a lot of
0: people working for him that could have done it. So,
2: And considering what he's going to be fined, which is probably pennies on the dollar, and the fact that he's going to donate every bit of that back to charity, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. That's so good, good for Brandon
0: Marshall. You know, but that's the thing they should have in place. They should have a thing in place to say, well, listen, if you want to do something special as an individual or as a team, you need to tell us a week before him. But guess what? Things happen like the Navy shoot where you don't want to give it a week because you want to show the respect to the families of the people that are lost, to the people of your home state and that county and that town or whatnot, and you want to do it that next day. There should be some kind of protocol in place that would allow these teams to do that without a hassle, without you know this these leagues consistently coming out into the press looking like complete morons because guess what? In this case, once again, the NFL looks like a moron. That's
2: been kind of their M.O. the last mm, few years under Goodell, so it's par for the course.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Sticking with the NFL, uh, cameras are now setting up at the Minnesota Vikings uh, practice facility at around 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. Adrian Peters, uh, Peterson is expected to address the media at the team facilities, uh, of course, following uh, today's uh, tragedy involving his two-year-old son. So if uh, you want to look at that, I know for a fact they do have it live, on yes, on TMZ.com because, once again, TMZ.com breaking uh, sports news before anybody else does. So
2: yeah, and that's that. That just shows you, you know, yeah, they have a lot of schlock on TMZ, but when they come to the breaking news stuff,
0: they're unbelievably
2: they're actually on the money more than more often than the big boys. So they're all over it. I'm a lawyer.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> all right, Jim, we have some games to recap from the MLB playoffs, starting with Wednesday's St. Louis Cardinals Pittsburgh Pirates game. Well, let's break it down.
2: Well, meet me in Saint Louis. Gosh darn it! Yes, I'm going to bring every horrible '30s reference. It was a do-or-die game five between the Cardinals and the Pirates, and it was pretty much over before it began because the Cardinals took game five six to one. Uh, big home run, uh, or a big rather eighth inning sealed the deal to make it uh, uh, six one in favor of the uh, in favor of the Cardinals. One second, I've got my notes here. I should really have these up from advance, don't I? Uh, Let's see, okay, here we go Game 5, it was Garrett Cole He surrendered a two-run home run to David Freeze It uh, proved to be Cole's lone mistake of the night And that proved to be too much The Cards got insurance Two-run home run from Matt Adams In a three-run eighth inning Adam Wainwright went the distance 6-1, St. Louis wins They face the Dodgers tonight in the NLCS We'll talk about that in a moment But first we go to last night's big game 5 Justin Verlander Has that ball of status As the kids say do the kids even say that? I don't know. Probably not, but probably not, and especially since I said it. You damn sure know. Them <laughs> but the Tigers and the Athletics in Oakland, and I'm telling you, from honest to goodness, the A's were screwed from Jump Street when they announced who their Game Five starter was. They had oh, go ahead.
0: Did not understand that one freaking bit.
2: We had a debate during the podcast recording. I recorded Touch of Mall late last night.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it'll be up on dot com over the weekend, so give a listen. Um, and, and they could have went with Bartolo Colon, and yes, he got shell-shocked early on in Game 1 when he pitched. But they went with rookie Sonny Gray, who, yes, had a phenomenal season in the 70-some-odd innings he pitched. The short season, shall we say. I when that called up. Yeah. And he did enough to keep the team in the game, but When you're going to rely on a rookie to lead your team in a do-or-die game, bad things happen.
0: You know, especially when you're putting a rookie up against Justin Verlander. And I I could care less about the season Justin Verlander had. You and I discussed this, Jim. It's Justin Verlander. When it comes to the playoffs, I I don't think there's another pitcher that is as explosive or as dynamic as Justin Verlander in the playoffs right now.
2: Well, uh, his teammate Max Scherzer may have something to say with well, you. for I, this
0: season, I'm talking about a playoff best re- so. Currently,
2: currently. Yeah. I, I got you. Yeah. Well, the Tigers, thanks to Verlander going and retiring the first 15 batters in a row he faced and taking amazing. a no-hitter deep into the seventh inning. Amazing. Uh, amazing stuff. Almost historic-making stuff. The Tigers took control of things 3-0 they won to win the series. Three games to two, they faced the Boston Red Sox over the weekend. So let's pan this out for you here, ladies and gentlemen. You know what?
0: Before you do that, did you see Victor Martinez's son in the locker room spraying champagne on everybody?
2: I did not. And I'm he He's to be sure under
0: 10 years old, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> Father of the year.
0: Hey, he wasn't drinking it. He
2: was spraying. He was, he was, he was helping to pop the bottle. It's okay.
0: Hey, I'm sorry, man, but. If we had that kind of a childhood where we were celebrating with the uh, Detroit Tigers and spraying stuff, that that was fun, man. I'm, Tigers, I'm, anyway, okay, oh,
2: okay, fair enough. There you go. Uh, the uh, NLCS, we'll start with that because that starts uh, immediately here. It is a uh, remember the League Championship Series in a semi-game format, two-three-two. The home team gets the first two and last two. Uh, game one is Eastern on TBS. Very funny. Zach Greinke goes to the mound for the Dodgers. He is opposed. Yes, i got to say it in the Vin Scully voice. I don't care, folks. Uh, he is opposed by Joe Kelly, who, uh, who? is making. Exactly. Uh, who? Joe Kelly. Who? who? His second postseason start. Who? What do you, now? Well. well. And it all comes back to the 100-acre woods, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Game two of the series will be on Saturday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon for you kids who love the afternoon baseball. And then they take a day off, go to Dodger Town on the 14th, 15th, and 16th, uh, if necessary, the 16th, a 4 o'clock game for game five. And then game six and seven would be next Friday and next Saturday back in St. Louis. So a seven-game series, Dodgers and Cardinals. John, who you got? (sighs)
0: <sighs> Dodgers or Cardinals I, You know what I, I, To me it's not even a thought I gotta go with the Dodgers
2: Okay And how I, many? I say five Ooh
0: Yeah I, I, I just think the Dodgers Are just one of the hottest teams Going right now And they're just playing Phenomenal baseball I think the Cardinals Are a very very good team uh, You know what But once again I just don't think The Cardinals can uh, you know, ha- You know Handle what the Dodgers have So yeah I'm gonna pick the Dodgers In five
2: Since current ownership has taken over the Cardinals, they have won something to the tune of 60 postseason games since the mid-90s, which is second only to the New York Yankees in all of baseball. Kind of impressive stuff when you think about it.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
2: And historically, and a lot of people are disliking the Cardinals because they are the National League's answer to the Yankees historically, quite frankly. And they've had a lot of recent success. Um The Dodgers are the team of destiny, uh, quite frankly, perhaps in all of baseball right now. They have had an unbelievable run since Yasiel Puig came up. And Puig is going to be the factor in one respect, but you look at the starting rotation. Clayton Kershaw, Zach Granke is going to have a lights-out performance, I have a feeling tonight. I think so. I'm going with the Dodgers. I'm going to be a little more conservative. Dodgers in six. They clinch in St. Louis, and they will look to... uh, find something to celebrate on in St. Louis. They don't have a pool there, but they'll figure something out. (laughs) But uh, I think the Dodgers win.
0: They have a cesspool.
2: uh, uh, Let's not kid ourselves. The the biggest story, if if that happens, an 85-year-old man's going to call one more World Series, which is awesome. Men's going. But but who would the Dodgers face? Well, Detroit or Boston, uh, Anibal Sanchez, who got rocked in his uh, Division Series appearance, Will be on the mound Saturday night. He is opposed by John Lester in Game One. Uh, the ALCS is on Fox, which means Tim McCarver, Joe Buck, and. Uh. Well, it's either that or the uh, uh, scintillation that is Craig Sager on TBS. So pick your poison, kids. Uh, it's uh, a series that starts over the weekend Game One Saturday and Game Sunday, both 8 o'clock games in Boston. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're in Detroit. The Wednesday, the uh, Tuesday game rather is a four p.m. game. Interesting. Uh, the eight p.m. games Wednesday, Thursday, if necessary, and then games six and seven next weekend, the nineteenth and twentieth, if necessary, in Boston. With the uh, Saturday game being an afternoon game, if necessary. So Detroit, Boston. When well, I'll, I'll say this: when we got to the recording of uh, when, when we did the podcast recording. And we looked at this series. We all pretty much agreed on one thing about this series. We'll see if you take say take the same take uh, here. Who do you like, and how many?
0: This is tough. Uh, you know, you know. These are two really good teams. Really good pitching matchups all around going around. I I, I do have to say though, is Verlander going to be as good as he was yesterday? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, is Max Scherzer going to continue being the hottest pitcher going right now in baseball? Who knows? What will the Red Sox get from John Lester? What would they get from John Lackey? Once again, who knows? I'm going to go out and I'm going to say the Red Sox in seven.
2: That is the exact pick I made on the podcast, and I will be consistent. Boston in seven. This is going to be a classic series. I think you're going to see multiple walk-off wins in this series. I really believe you are. The big factor to me isn't even the pitching, because you know it's going to be there for both squads. Hopefully. Miguel Cabrera is dinged up right now for Detroit. If you can't get a 100% Miguel Cabrera in that lineup, Detroit, it falls off the table from there. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know they've got Prince Fielder. Yes, I know they've got various other weapons, you know, Martinez and so on and so forth. But Miguel Cabrera is the centerpiece. He is the crown jewel offensively with of this team. And if he's at less than 100%, you know what's going to affect the fielding. You know what's going to affect the hitting. And that's going to be a factor. I think he'll gut it out. I think he'll play every game of this series in as many innings as he can. But I think Boston wins it at home in seven, and it sets up uh, a unique occurrence. We always, when you, when you hear Boston and Los Angeles for a world championship, you think basketball. You're going to have to start thinking baseball in a week or so because I think you're uh, spot on. It's a Boston-L.A. World Series, and that will be a lot of fun.
0: It's going to be a good one, let me tell you. That's for I sure. think
2: it puts butts in the seats. I really think it puts butts in the seats.
0: Yeah. Got a uh, couple of uh, updates here on the uh, Adrian Peterson story. Uh, oh, do. R- real sad stuff. Uh, Peterson's son is currently on life support and hasn't had brain activity since 5.30 p.m yesterday uh, being told that the family is monitoring the situation closely and if there is no improvement within 24 hours that the mother wants to remove life support and donate the boys' organs to people in need. Oh this according to TMZ. Also, uh, as we said before, Adrian Peterson was going to address people at the practice facility in Minnesota, and he did, saying he's thanking everyone for their support in the wake of this terrible tragedy. He will be playing on Sunday.
2: So shut up, fantasy owners, and I'm sorry, I had to go there for a second, because you know there's a certain segment of the fandoms, and we talk about fanatics who just don't get it on Wednesday's show. You know there's a certain segment of the population, all they care about is, oh, is he going to start on Sunday for my team? He's going to ruin my team. Yeah. Real life, people. Real freaking life. Get over it.
0: Yeah, it's, I'm it's, sorry.
2: I'm sorry. It just
0: Honestly, don't know how he could play, but... Uh, I don't know how
2: he could either. God, I, you I, know... I couldn't. But the only the only angle I can say that might be is you know, and I, I had this occurrence when my when a grandmother of mine died. I buried myself in work to keep things off my mind. That's the only that's the only logical thing I can think of. That's uh, possible. If he if, uh, nobody would be upset, nobody who had half a brain would be upset in the least if he did not play on Sunday, given everything, the traumatic experiences he's gone agree. through in the last 24 to 36 hours. It's just, uh, you know. Again, that's anybody with half a brain, not the uber fantasy nuts who are, you know, I'm sorry, those people just oh, rub me the wrong way. I'm sorry for getting too overboard with that, perhaps, but
0: Absolutely. it had to be said. Keeping with the NFL news, real quick here, uh, Mercer is going around to Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers' locker room. Uh, Are they
2: swimming with the raid tank or something? What well,
0: I don't f- know, but kicker Lawrence Tynes and guard Cole Nicks uh, were Oh, I'm sorry, on Tampa. I'm
2: sorry. Okay. <laughs> they were
0: previously diagnosed with Mercer, and now a third player has been diagnosed, and the team is not revealing the player's identity.
2: This is a story that's kind going on. This is a story that's going on for for several months, correct?
0: Uh yeah, uh, actually for the last couple of weeks, from I know, but I could have swore that they had that in Tampa Bay last season. But yeah, I could be that, wrong. That's
2: what that's what I'm remembering. Yeah. Um, don't they have the means to whitewash everything? Don't they have the finances to eradicate any germs and what have you? That
0: uh, probably they did, but it's now in the uh, contract of Darrell Revis. So,
2: or maybe it's in the contract of the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum people. Which means sewage and septic backups, and what it, it makes you wonder about the stability of the stadium. I mean, if you if you've got people who are being sick, and they're obviously sick at the complex, contracting MRSA, you wonder about the you know the safety and the well-being of the people who are in that stadium, not just players but staff.
0: Yeah,
2: because anybody could pick this up. It's you know it's MRSA's serious business. So,
0: um. Few, a few shows ago, yes, we discussed the Pittsburgh Steelers banning ping pong and pool in their locker room to rookies.
2: Forrest Gump did not approve of this, but continue. He
0: didn't. But now Coach Mike Tomlin is coming out and saying he has banned all games in the locker room after the team's 0-4 start, oh. extending a prohibition that had applied to only players with less than four years of experience, and Tomlin says it divided the team in a way since one set of people couldn't do a certain thing. Excuse me, this is uh, Ryan Clark is saying this, free, uh, free safety Ryan Clark. Uh, Tom, Mike Tomlin just wanted everybody to be together because we are all in the losses together. We are all in the business of fixing this problem together, and we didn't want anything to divide us, and quote. It's it's ping pong and pool. I mean, seriously, if ping pong and pool is taking over an NFL team from winning a game, there's something bigger going on in my eyes but
2: Mike Tomlin better just start looking for a job at this point because he's lost the team. Uh-huh. And when you lose the team, they don't give a damn what you say. You know, I, this no. is he's grasping at straws to try there to motivate go. a team. He is absolutely throwing spitballs at the wall to see what sticks. And hey, guess myself. what? It's all falling off the wall. It's not
0: sticking. I mean, look, I, like you said, grasping for something, grasping for shores, whatever it is. He's banning ping pong and pool. Seriously, come on, man. You're a professional football team. This is prime time television, folks. In the words of Jessica Savage, this is just stupid. I mean, honestly, to me, I would take the ban off of the four-year players and say, listen, everybody's got to play together and everybody's got to be a team. Yes, exactly. Banning it, I don't think is a good move. I I, I honestly think it's a bad move, but that's just me.
2: Well, you're you're right. In fact, you know, you you always see about, uh, in hockey especially, um, teams that go on the West Coast who are East Coast teams, I know the Flyers have done this in the past when they've had long West Coast trips, don't know if the Rangers do this, but they have sort of team-building things that go on. Yeah, While they're on the lots West Coast.
0: Do. Oh, yeah, lots of teams do.
2: Sure. And, and, and this is not building a team. This is ripping them further apart at the seams. So it's, it's just so...
0: You know, I guess we're wrong, though, because uh, over on ESPN, uh, 38,776 votes to the question of, what do you make of Mike Tomlin banning games in the Steelers' locker room? Uh, 85% said good move, 15% said bad move. But then, once again, it's ESPN. So.
2: It's Sports Nation. It hasn't been the same since Beatle left, and she may be coming back. So, we'll we'll hope for the best there because I love me some beats.
0: I was gonna say you're you're definitely hoping for that.
2: She's my main girl.
0: Uh, so it it's looks perfect. like uh, Gronk will finish. not be playing. So,
2: all right, you know what? Then all right, all right. I'll make it easy for you, okay? I'll make it easy for you if Gronk's not playing. You know what? Even if he is, I'll make it easy for you. New Orleans wins, okay? I'm gonna make that official. Oh, New now Orleans. With,
0: okay. Um... Make that, I'm going to make that note here for you. All right, okay, so just, just
2: take that. off the New England and I did. New Orleans.
0: I did. I made the I note. i it You're easy
2: because per- I know you don't like complex things, John. Okay. How
0: would you know?
2: Well, my sources tell me. Well, let's we'll see what I, I have mean. sources. No, you don't. You're right, I don't. I really,
0: really. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get up with this now. Magic Johnson has left ESPN as a commentator. <laughs> Why? Because of Bill Simmons, at least that's what Deadspin is reporting. Uh, sources tell Deadspin that Johnson's departure was the result of an old-fashioned power war with, of course, the winner being Bill Simmons. The one source said it is now Simmons' show.
2: Well, keep in mind they've made a couple of additions to the studio in the offseason. Yes. Doris Burke, who, uh, when she doesn't flub up something on the sideline and curse, is actually very competent, <laughs> very good she, I mean, you know her from all the years at MSG. Oh, she does course. a great job. She, She's the first, you know, to do analysis, the first female to do analysis of NBA games, and she does it better than most men. Let's yeah, keep yeah. it real.
0: No, I agree.
2: She's probably going to be in the host role now because Wilbon's gone, more or less. Thankfully. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Not, Wilbon's your main man. Deep no,
0: she's really not. Not a Wilbon yeah. guy. Never was.
2: You're a Kornheiser guy, then.
0: Too much of a crybaby.
2: Okay, fair enough. And they also added the bigger acquisition is Doug Collins, who I keep wanting to say like my dad used to call him Dougie Collins back when he played.
0: Dougie Uh, Collins.
2: Yeah, that's right. Who, as a broadcaster, was one of my favorites as an analyst doing the NBA on NBC and the NBA on TNT. He's going to be the main studio analyst now. He's pretty much taking the place of Magic Johnson. And he'll be fine. And, in fact, he's an upgrade for Magic Johnson, in my humble opinion, because Magic is obviously – listen, Simmons is a homer with the Celtics. He doesn't make that, you know, a, a secret. Just like Magic is a homer for the Lakers, he doesn't make that a secret.
0: Yeah, but Kobe, you know what, man? Magic rips them apart, though, too, man.
2: He, he well, he yeah. does, but you know, he yeah, you know, Kobe's just well, of course man. he has
0: a soft spot for. The Los Angeles Lakers. He played his whole career there. You know, it's, well, yeah, uh, and plus he had I,
2: at times part yeah. ownership in the team. Well, of course.
0: You well, know, I it's... think
2: also you have to look at it. Magic's got a lot going on too, so I'm not crying over spilled milk no. for the Magic Hour.
0: No, I think it's a better move for Magic. Exactly, and and Bill Simmons, Dumbass. listen,
2: he, he he write his writings are pretty decent. But him on TV is awkward as heck.
0: I've 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 liked Bill Simmons. I think uh, over the years as he gained popularity, I think it went way straight to his head. Mm-hmm. His head is, has ballooned up so big that it's floating off of his shoulders. And uh, uh,
2: Yeah, I will grant you that, but it could be worse. He is not near Rick Riley levels. Nobody. Nobody's
0: near Rick Riley levels. Rick Riley, yeah. he shouldn't even be in the business. That's, by the way, that's my opinion.
2: Stuart, Stuart, by the way, you're going to mention that I, I, I put that tweet out first? Oh,
0: my God. You know, honestly, I think this is going to be a boring-ass show now, but that's just my now, opinion. I didn't think it was as exciting before. I think it might be a little worse, even though I do like Doris Burke. I just think that out of all the four that were on the uh, set, Will Bond, Magic, Jalen Rose, Bill Simmons, I think Magic had the better personality of the four that people watching kind of soaked up. I, 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 you're not going to get that personality with Doug Collins. You're definitely not going to get it with Jalen Rose. You're definitely not going to get it with Bill Simmons. Would they add an extra name to this team now is the question.
2: They, they very easily could, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did.
0: You need a Kenny Smith. You need a Charles Barkley type person. But you need a I chef. I could do it.
2: Yeah. They're not going to – you know, it's funny. ESPN has had the NBA rights now for, I think, 10 or 11 years. And they've gone through changes in the studio, about as often as you and I change our underwear, uh, at least I hope you change your underwear very often. But they haven't even come close to competing. I mean, if you were to go on Wikipedia and take a look at the people who have done studio, it's a who's who of who – And I'm going to show some love to John Saunders because I thought he was a good host back in the day.
0: Yeah, back in the day. Yeah,
2: Yeah, but, you know, it's never going to trump inside the NBA. Inside the NBA is the standard for sports studio broadcasting. Mm. Simply put, love EJ, even if he does look like Orville Redenbacher now, (laughs) you know, with the bow ties. I mean, come on, man. Kenny and Charles, you can't fake that chemistry. You cannot fake that chemistry, and they've been the best in the business for over a decade. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. It is the show of, it is the inside stuff of, to put it in perspective for you, Mr. Raggins. the inside stuff, the great epicness of, uh, of studio shows.
0: Yeah. You know, but you know but not even that, man. Uh you know, like you said, Ernie Johnson, uh you, you know, they got Chris Webber coming on every once in a while. But they me, got they actual
2: Here's the thing. They actually have a host who can play Traffic Cop. There is no Traffic Cop on ESPN.
0: No, but not even that. To me, they all get along and they all can play devil's advocate against the other one's opinions without taking it personal. And you know, it's, all, they watch have it's good each other's shreds and they have a good time doing it, man. And, I, and like I said, that's to me is why it's one of the best shows going because you can play them up the personalities. So. That,
2: plus the photoshops are legendary. They're
0: oh, great. they're great,
2: man. Oh, those are
0: great. Yeah, yeah. Have fun, man. They, you man. Know, to have a good time. So.
2: I can't wait till the first uh, edition of who he played for this season. Uh, oh, it's it's, it's legendary.
0: It's coming, man. We're going we're gonna to be talking about NBA real soon, possibly starting next week. So.
2: round ball rock, baby.
0: Here we go. All right, well, that's it for our show here. We hope everybody has a great, great weekend. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in at 1.30. Sorry we weren't here at your normal lunch hour. But we will be at, on Monday starting, as, once again, at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So enjoy your weekend. Best of luck to you, NFL teams, and we'll see you Monday.
2: So long, everybody. I have nothing witty to say.
0: <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slot, you can get lucky just about anywhere.